Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 11 of the podcast, and this is a big milestone for me. Most podcasts, believe it or not, do not get past the first 10 episodes. So making it to the 11 is huge. And I want to say a big thank you for listening to me and for giving me feedback. It really does help to know that people listen. Obviously, I can see the stats and to um, to hear from you. So please, if there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about on the uh, podcast, then let me know. This week, I'm talking about getting more sales. Because sales are the lifeblood of any business. Without selling our services, we don't have a business, just a hobby, and potentially an expensive one at that. We need sales from new clients and repeat clients to pay our bills and ourselves. Now, we all know this, but because sales involve money, it can seem, well, icky. If we were offering our services for free, most of us wouldn't feel quite so embarrassed about asking people for work. I mean... If I were offering to build websites for free, it would be a lot easier and be less sleazy than asking people to pay me money for one. And I think money and the fear of being rejected are the key reason most of us don't like selling. I'm saying most of us don't like selling. Certainly most of the businesses I've met don't like the selling side of it. Do you agree? It can feel like our value, that's our personal value, is wrapped up in the sale. Do you think I'm worth £100, £500, £5,000, or whatever the value of what it is I'm selling? And it can be hard making yourself vulnerable to that. I get it. I'm not going to go into mindset today. I really don't think I'm qualified to do that. Although I do have a way of reframing sales that might just help you. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. What I really want to do today, though, is to give you some practical tips to help you with selling, and particularly bringing in sales quickly. You might ask, quite rightly, what do I know about selling? I build websites. I'm not a sales coach. Although I would argue this, a website is a sales tool. Well, I run a business. I like to think a successful one. I'm usually booked a few weeks ahead, certainly for bespoke websites. And I do that by selling my services. It doesn't happen by magic. But I do have days when I certainly doubt myself and I think it's not working. Because I can go for weeks when I don't sell anything. Nobody books me for a bespoke website. And the mind monkeys get to you then. And you think, nobody wants to build websites from me. And just when I'm beginning to feel like that, I find that I'll get three or four new clients sign up in a week, which is a lot when that's all you take on in a month. But that's the roller coaster of running a small business for you. Okay, so I said I was going to start by trying to reframe sales for you in a way that might help. You see, probably like you, I don't like selling, but I do like helping people. And specifically, I like to help other small business owners. I like to see them be successful, whatever success means to them. 
It means different things to all of us. And I genuinely find joy in seeing small businesses be successful, whether their customers are mine or not. Hello, I do find extra joy when they're my customers. <laughs> but that desire for entrepreneurs and small business owners to succeed means that I hate to see them doing things that are a waste of time or money because we don't have an unlimited supply of either time or money. I hate seeing them spending hours on websites that, at the end of the day, are, well, a bit near. Well, they might even be okay, but it's taken them weeks or months, sometimes even years, to do it. Time they could have been spending on other parts of running a business. Because we all know that that to-do list never gets shorter. Sometimes they've wasted money, either on something cheap, or they've been taken in by marketing that is better than the end product. Now, of course, I'm not the only person who could have helped these businesses. There are lots of great website designers out there. I'm certainly not trying to knock my profession. But I do get annoyed that some businesses are not as successful as they could be because they didn't ask me or somebody like me to help. I've been cutting my son's and husband's hair over lockdown. I bought a pair of £20 clippers at the beginning of lockdown. We have saved a fortune on barbers. My husband hasn't been for 18 months. Although I did refuse to cut my son's uh, this summer after he was a bit lippy, so he now goes back to the barbers. But it takes me about three times as long to cut their hair. Plus, it gets everywhere. I don't know whether you've ever tried to cut hair, but you'd be amazed at the nooks and crannies that hair gets into. So there's time sweeping up. And at the end of the day, you know, it's okay. I think I do a reasonable job, but a trained barber would do a lot better. And I presume, like me, you get frustrated with DIYers or people who go to cheap or not as good as it could be. And if you're a barber or hairdresser, you probably shake your head at my attempts at cutting hair. Think how much time and energy I could save if only I let you do the job you're trained to do. It doesn't matter what you do. I assume you think you could do a better job than most of your clients could do without you. And you could save them time too. And I think that's the thing about sales. We all, or many of us at least, think the customer is doing us a favour by buying. And therefore we need to do a hard sell. But actually, we're helping our customers. They just need to let us. And reframing it like that, that we're helping them, has certainly helped me enormously to get my head around sales and to feel less, well, icky about it. There are two ways, well, there's obviously more than two ways of getting more sales in your business. There's the fast way and the slow way. Both have their place. We're building a business for the long term. At least I am, and I assume you are too. And we don't want to be constantly chasing sales. So a long-term sales plan, which involves reaching and nurturing potential clients through social media, emails, your website, etc., is key. However, sometimes, and especially when you're starting out, you just need some cash in the door, quick. And these tips I'm about to give you are about the quick way, when you have a gap and need sales quickly. I'm going to talk you through four tips. Plus, I've got a bonus one if you stay till the end. Tip number one is to ask friends and family. 
Now, friends and family often make terrible clients themselves, but don't dismiss them because they know lots of people. And some of the people they know will make great clients. Personal introductions are one of the best ways of getting clients because the person making the introduction is trusted. I talked about this in episode three of the podcast, which is all about the mistakes I've made in my business. Well, not all the mistakes I've made. You know what I mean. (laughs) One of the things I wished I'd done when starting out is to email, message or whatever, friends and family to let them know what I was doing, to ask them to introduce me to anyone who needed what I was offering. In my case, a website. See if you can list 50 people who might be able to help you, 50 family and friends, because I'm sure they'd love to help you. I know I love to help friends who are setting up in business. Of course, it does depend upon how niche what you do is as to whether they know people who you can help. But if they each contacted on average two people, then that's 100 people who you've been recommended to. And remember, these are warm leads. These are not people finding you cold. They're people that you have been recommended to. That's a brilliant start. And even if you've been going a while, you can still do this. You can still email friends and family. Tell them you've got some availability right now or some coming up and ask if they know anyone who might be interested in what you do. What have you got to lose? The next tip is to ask previous clients. The people who are most likely to buy from you are actually people who've bought from you before. Previous clients. Sometimes our services are a bit one-off, but previous clients can still help by recommending you to others. Again, a personal touch is usually best. Send them a personal message asking how business is going, if they're still pleased with whatever they bought from you. Then offer them something to entice them back. This could be an offer which is not available to others at the time, or it could be something that's a follow-on to what they've already bought from you. Christmas is a great time to do this if you offer gifts. And if you offer services, it's a new year. People are often looking for new things to buy, new things that they need help with. If you're a photographer, you could offer framed prints from your last session. These make great gifts at Christmas, for example, when people are really looking for gifts for those difficult people to buy for. You can also ask existing clients to refer you to other people that they know. You could put in place a referral scheme where they get something if they recommend you. I know I've seen quite a few small businesses offer a bottle of champagne for a referral, but it doesn't need to cost you anything. You could offer something that you do, something that doesn't cost you very much, maybe some of your time. A photographer I work with offers a voucher towards her services or extra prints if you recommend her to somebody who then goes on to book her. And this is a great way because it also incentivizes you to go back to use her if you're getting a voucher. My third tip is to go to a networking event. Now, I know, I know, many of us shudder when we think of networking events, particularly when there's so many, both online and in person. You could spend all your time at them they can be really effective. The secret, I find, is to be choosy about which ones you go to and go with the intention of making friends when you're there. Not to sell. Let the people you meet know what you do, but then ask them questions. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. And if you can steer the conversation, you can find out whether this is someone who may be a potential client or not. 
and you can also find out what it is that they're struggling with that you might be able to help them with. They will think they've had a great conversation with you because you've talked about them and their problems. You will be armed with the research to know exactly how you can help them. And when you follow up with them afterwards, they will already be warm and actually more likely to buy from you. This one, I think, is a slower burn than friends and family or previous clients, but I'm including it in my list because it can sometimes be effective really quickly. My fourth tip is to put out a notice on social media, be that Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. And also to your email list. Send them something of value, but let them know that you've currently got some availability. And it may be that you're often booked up well in advance, for example, like me. But actually, if you've currently got a spot, and it might just prompt them if they've been thinking about working with you to pick up the phone or to drop you a message and to inquire about your services. It can be a great way of prompting people in particular who have previously inquired with you and it just hasn't been the right time for them. Now, I promised if you listen to the end, a final bonus tip. And this is sort of sales related, um, but it's actually much more cash flow than sales itself, which is don't forget about invoicing. If you need to bring money into your business quickly, the quickest way is to chase up unpaid invoices to invoice clients for work that you've done but not yet invoiced. So to recap, the four main ways that you can bring money into your business quickly or sales into your business quickly are to speak to friends and family, message them and see whether they know anybody who might need your services. The second way is to speak to existing clients or previous clients and see whether there is anything that you can help them with now or whether they can refer you on to other people who may need your services. The third way is to go to a networking event and you get to meet new people that way, some of whom may well need your services straight away. And indeed, others might keep you in mind for future. And the fourth and final way is to use social media and your email list and put out effectively what I call a tannoy announcement. It gives them some value, but actually points out that you do have some availability if they need somebody quickly. And of course, not forgetting the fifth tip, which is to make sure that you invoice. We can all dither. I'm the master of dithering. And say we'll approach potential customers when we've got our new branding, when our Instagram look, grid looks great, our email sequence is set up, website finished, etc. But the reality is that you don't need any of that to make sales quickly. Yes, they're much easier in the long run to reach new people, to get them to know, like, and trust you, and to automate the process and therefore save you time. I'm not going to knock them but they're not necessary to actually make a sale. You just need to reach out. It's scary, I know. (laughs) I get it too. But really, that's my action for you this week, to reach out and see whether you can make an additional sale, especially if you've got a little bit of capacity at the moment. So please do let me know if you've reached out and whether it's been successful. And um, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week. <laughs>